Hello, 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 everyone. It is me. It is I, Hashem, Ming Garrett. Thank you for joining me on HMG, as I always like to do before we get started. First thing we always got to do is cut the mute. Cut it. Cut it, DJ. How's everybody doing? Listen, man, I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm just, I'm just grateful. I'm, 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 I'm appreciative, you know? So I want to just put that out there. I hope everyone is doing well, right? Happiness is a state of mind. It comes and it goes, right? But gratefulness and, and, and being appreciative of what we have, that's important. It's all about perspective, right? They say your attitude will determine your altitude, your attitude, brother, sister. Listen, today I have something that I want to kind of just speak on, speak upon, get off my chest. Um, for all of my my five listeners, no, I think it's I think it's four. Last time I checked, I think I have four, and I and I appreciate you. I don't know who you are, but I thank you. I thank you. Listen, so again, this is Hashemin Garrett, host of HMG Podcast, going strong for few episodes now and uh for those who are just listening for the first time i am a a dad i am a uh, motivational speaker um coach whatever you want to call it right i've been out here doing lectures for a long time and i remember when i first got started doing these lectures um inspiring and and, and really trying to to be honest with you scare kids right i wanted to inform them about the the causes of violence I wanted to share with them about you know my my journey of getting shot and getting paralyzed and um, wanted to make sure they understood what a spinal cord injury was right the SCI spinal cord injury and um, and that that was kind of like the mission right right really wanted to just share my my story everybody's oh you should tell your story tell your story and part of the story was to scare kids right? I grew up in New York City and they, they had a program called Scared Straight. I, I think it's still on you know certain cable stations. You can find it. And, and it was all about taking kids who are wayward or, or bad or at risk and, you know, send them to jail and let them see what that's like. Right. And have inmates yell at them. And so I remember as a kid, I, I went to a Scared Straight program. I was in middle school, probably like in the seventh, eighth grade. And my, my school could tell that I was making all of these poor decisions and they, they thought it would be a, a good idea to get me and some of my other friends and take us to uh, the, the prison in New York and uh, scare us. Little did they know we weren't scared. We learned some, we learned some tricks. Oh, oh, that, so that's how, you know, so they had the inmates, they were big, like, Hey man, shut up, punch you in your face. No, good and well, they ain't going to touch nobody. Right. And, 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 um, they, they would, uh, say, listen, yeah, look, look, I got a razor blade in my mouth. You're like, oh, wow, that's, that's cool. How'd you do that? And I'm not scared. They're talking about, oh, if I get you behind these walls, I'll cut you. I'll do it. We ain't going to do nothing, man. You know, this is our mindset. We 14 and 13 years old, a whole bunch of energy. Like, I don't believe nothing. Shut up. You ain't, you know, we're in our minds thinking and we looking at them like, you can't get out of here. Stop it. Knock it off. Right. We ain't afraid. And if anything, what it really did was it validated that, oh, you on the wrong. Like the, the school realizes. So when we got home and we were able to tell our friends, yeah, they tried to take us to the scare straight program. It was like a badge of honor. It was like, you know, being in the Cub Scouts, you get a new badge. Oh, you could tie a knot and you could light a fire 
for for a kid who's already in that lifestyle and they they already acting up all you're doing is validating it you're like yeah i acknowledge you i see that you are being bad and um I, i'm thinking that scaring you is going to help you but it does not work and that's the message of today i know it's been four minutes i didn't even tell you what the message of what this this particular show is scaring kids doesn't help it doesn't help if you got a son if you got a daughter and your 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 niece nephew whoever it is somebody i don't care right you somebody your coach and somebody that's in your church whatever you're just like oh i'm so worried and you you want to scare them into getting back on track i'm just here to tell you it not i'm not saying it just for myself but it doesn't work you you can't in 2020 in the 1980s and 90s and 2000s you can't scare kids into behaving properly i mean maybe listen i'm not saying that i'm i've done research on it i can only tell you from firsthand experiences that the majority of kids majority of young people will not get back on track because you scared them Maybe for those who are in their mind thinking, oh, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe. But in reality, it's not just your message that or that moment is going to be the defining factor. So here. So so if scaring them is not the answer and telling them, oh, you're going to die one day if you don't start acting right off, you're going to go to jail. So what we're doing is we're trying to, again, use a scare tactic to show them that we we're really concerned and we're yelling and you know we're, we're trying to tug on that that fear component and say maybe maybe fear is what they need but the reality is this is what i've learned yelling at them telling them listen you're gonna die in these streets and you're gonna go to jail and you're gonna get shot up not look look stop doing that if you really want to know what I found that works, and it's not just me, love, love, compassion, patience, understanding, like those are the, the characteristics that will see them through this rough time. And I know you go, well, listen, this is somebody that I love and you know, time is of a, a time is of the essence, and and I don't have time. I'm worried. I think I think something bad is gonna happen. If you really feel like something bad is gonna happen, and you really really feel like they're headed on this self destructive path, and you can feel it, chances are, it's going to happen. And maybe, hopefully, that they they survive whatever terrible thing is going to happen but sometimes the reality is experience is is going to be the thing if if you're scaring them is not working and you said well i've tried loving them and i've tried the patience and i've tried and i don't know what to do and you said oh jesus take the will of god you know listen listen you have to let it go because if position a of scaring is not working and you feel like position b of loving them is not working and that's why we throw that patience in there because it takes time and so 
don't don't ever think that, well, uh, I'm loving them and it's not working. So I got to try. I got to try yelling and I got to try the scare tactic and I got to try to, you know, threaten them with oh death in jail and bad, 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 bad. Maybe that's going to be the answer. That's not going to be the answer. If anything, that's just pushing them further down that hole of or down that path that they're already on. In 2022, right, let's just kind of keep this in perspective. Let's think about the world that we live in for a second. When a child goes to school, any child who goes to school, they have lockdown drills. Now, a lot of them, granted, don't take this stuff serious. But the reality is there are some who really do. And but but the truth of the matter is they a lot of our young people live in perpetual fear. Fear is always looming. It's, uh, oh, okay, today let's let's pretend, let's be careful. We have to, you know, do a mock scenario just in case somebody tries to kill us today. That's the reality. The, the reality is they are coming out of a global pandemic where millions of people died. That's the reality. The reality is op- opioid abuse is at an all-time high right like in in certain communities people are passing left and right and they see that and in certain communities gun violence and homicides is is right now in 2022 as this is being aired and posted is starting to look like the 80s so violence is on the high or is, is, is skyrocketing and so not to mention suicide and young people taking their lives. So the idea of scaring them about the, the, the concept of you may die, they, they feel it everywhere. So what is missing? It's that love. Listen, I'm in, I'm in schools and I'm talking to young people. And sometimes, you know, they, there's a, there's a lot of pushback with certain kids and, you know, kids will be like, suck my dick. No, no, shut the book. And listen, that, this is not, you know, if I say the wrong thing, they don't like what I say. They might, Mr. Guy, suck my, yo, get on my nerves. I'm, like, so hey, hey, let me give you a perfect example. Recently, I was in a, I'm in a school, right? And so I've got some freshmen and, um, you know, that's kids who've been, you know, taken out of their own schools because of behavioral issues. And so we're talking and, um, uh, so two of the kids are having a side, it looks like they having a side conversation while I'm talking. And I, you know, I'm doing my speech, blah, 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 blah. It's a small room. And we, you know, I've known these kids for a few months now. We talking. And so I'm saying, yo, 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 listen, yo, listen, let me get your attention. Yo, come on. You blowing my spot, bro. Look, come on, chill, man. I heard you. I'm listening to you, right? This is the, this the feedback I'm getting. Yo, come on, man. And now one of the teachers in the room, like, hey, hey, come on, man, be respectful. Yo, you suck my nigga. He can suck my nigga. Anybody can suck my. Yo, I'm tough. Yo. So my response, my old response would have been like, well, you could get out the room and see that you don't understand. Cause see, one day, blah blah. That was my old response years and years ago. It don't work. Cause what that kid is gonna do, he is already in a confrontational stance as it is so when i meet his energy with that energy he's yelling and i'm upset and you get out and da, da, da. oh security is this defeats the whole purpose so what do i do now in 2022 
right? I'm not, I'm in the middle of my speech. I got some of my students, they giving me 125% undivided attention. So it's those two over there in the background who are talking and I'm like, nah, nah, I need all, I need all eyes on deck. Everybody is, is open mouth shut, right? So when I get that pushback, so what do I do? Yo, and I, I see the tension. I just tell them, listen, you, you know I love you, right? There's no more talking now. Oh, no, Mr. You know I love you, though. Me and you, we didn't have conversations one-on-one because you build that rapport. And there's times, you know, they're like, I don't want to talk. But listen, you just know I love you. And the other students sitting over here, you know I love you. You And I'm not waiting for them to say it back. I just need to pour that on them. I love you. You see, my, my love is going to always trump your anger. My love will always trump that that feeling, I'm, listen, light, light and dark can't exist in the same place. No, love covers all, covers all. That understanding, I understand where you at, kid. I get it. And I just want you to know I love you. And guess what? When he leaves that classroom, when he left that classroom, you know, same kid who gave me the pushback. Yo, Mr. G, have a good day, Mr. G. You know I love you, man. Listen, and he ain't telling me I'm lo- he loved me, but he knows. He knows. And it's important that he knows and these young people know that, listen, I'm there for you. And you giving me that kind of attitude is not going to make me stop loving you. And they go, but it usually works, though. Usually when I when I growl and I puff up, the, the adults, some some of them, they run. And some of them just stick around. And those are the ones that stick around. You you, you done just broke through. And I know it ain't, I know that that moment may not be the last because they're going through, going through a lot. And I pray that I'm blessed to, to be here, to be with them, to say, don't know how, but he did it. He made a way, not me. I'm just a, I'm just a vehicle, you know, I'm just a vessel. And so that's the message that I just want to share. I know it's not easy. I was blessed with a phenomenal, I had two grandmothers, but my my paternal grandmother, she was an amazing, amazing lady. Her name was Mother Dear. That's what we all affectionately called her. Our grandchildren called her that. The, the neighborhood called her. We affectionately, you know, she was loved and she loved people. She didn't care if you were a blue collar, white collar, drug dealer, drug user, she didn't, she loved you. And if she had food in her kitchen and you knocked on her door, she fed you. And she was, she was that example for me of just loving on people, man, just being kind to people, not judging people, you know? Um, You know, sometimes we don't always know the full picture of what people are going through. And um, sometimes we see a person where they're at and we don't realize they may not always be where you see them. You know, so today you see somebody who's clean, shaven, and they look good. Listen, who knows? Six months, they could be somebody who is unrecognizable. You know, like, oh my gosh, this person is on drugs. Look at what they went through and disease. You never know. And then you could be looking at somebody and today you're like, man, this is the local, you know, 
alcoholic and the local drug dealer and the local this and he oh he's just you know he's just a pariah on the neighborhood nobody wants to be around that person turn around and get a full-time job and a career and a family and you're like that was dave the dope fiend that was the guy who was on drugs and look at oh my gosh that was that person i don't know how but he did it god makes a way man and so that's just that's just a reminder just be patient and love on them and you feed them feed them food feed them that positive words and just say you know what i'm not gonna scare you to getting back on track. I'm just going to tell you, I know you can do it. That's one of the things my, my grandmother, mother there, she was famous for saying, boop, you okay, boop. Like, I don't know, man. I'm just here to tell you it works. Be patient. And even when they go off the wrong track and you worried about them, you, if you're a believing person and you pray, then you just trust that God will get them back on track. And you believe that. And so, I know we want to we want to be a lifesaver and I'm not talking about the candy. You know, I know we want to be a lifesaver and we want to help people and we want to help. Sometimes the, the biggest help we can be to a person is just be patient and be understanding and love them and be kind to them and try not to be so judgmental. And so for those people who are working with anybody, somebody who's thinking about, oh, I want to you know, just even flirt with the idea of they want to donate their time to work with young people. Just understand, be patient. When you get those moments of them giving you a whole bunch of attitude, try not to take it personal. And when you do find that you took it personal that day, make sure the next time you come back, you learn from that experience and go, that's not the way. And I know you'll get those people who will tell you, nah, that don't work. It's some of these kids and some of these kids. Some of those people who are saying those things, they shouldn't be working around kids. Maybe their time is up. Maybe they're burnt out. Maybe they're overwhelmed. Maybe they've never had an opportunity to work with kids and work with people who are going. And it's not just kids. I don't like to keep using the word like it's just children. It's just all people. Got to be patient. Got to be understanding. And when you, you can't figure out what else you can do. And you feel like you're overwhelmed and you just feel like, you know, I don't know what else. You know, you can do just just pray on it. Prayers, prayers, powerful. And you pray for the person in the in, in the process of still loving but, you know, you don't you don't open up your door to somebody and say, OK, well, you know, I heard on this podcast that you're just supposed to love and do all the trying to. But you still make sure you you lock your door now. You know, because grandma, she was feeding them, but she was like, OK, boop, you got to go now. Yep, you OK. And they left. You know, she wasn't like, oh, well, you could stay here for the night. No, no, no. I fed you. I listened to you, you know, and they knew, OK, I'm, I'm leaving now. And so I say that to just be a reminder, like, be be mindful, right? Don't don't expose yourself to a place where you are vulnerable, where somebody can take advantage of you. Don't let everybody in your home. You you have to have a certain amount of discretion. But the goal and the message today is don't use fear. 
Don't 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 think scaring them. Don't think, oh, well, I'm going to tell them my horrific story and watch my horrific story is is going to be the thing that's going to get them to not do the drinking and drive. And I'm going to come show them that I'm in a wheelchair. I'm going to show them this horrific thing. It don't work for everybody. Just remind them that you love them. You can tell them your story. You can tell them what happened to you. And just lead with love. Love in the middle, love on the end, and be patient with them. So that's the program for today. Scaring don't work. Loving does. Dark and light can't exist in the same space. Let your love conquer all things. This has been your host, Hashem and Garrett. You can tell a friend so I can have my five people listen now, right? Um, but I thank you again. And... Um, Follow me on IG, Hashem underscore Garrett. You can follow me um, on some other platforms soon, but also my email, same thing as Hashem Garrett and uh, website HashemGarrett.com. Stay well, stay blessed, and always remember whatever is rare or unique has enormous value and it is the same with you. God made you for a purpose. Okay, whatever is rare or unique has enormous value and it is the same with you. You are special. There's a purpose for your life. And that is why you were created. I thank you. May the creator lead you in a path of truth. Stay well.